0: Welcome back to the Hygiene Profit Leaders podcast. I'm so excited to be back. It's been a couple of uh, weeks since I've recorded one of these. What about you, Brittany? I'm here with Brittany Smith. Hey,
1: yeah, it's been a while. Um, I recorded the assistant one not too long ago, but this is one of my favorite topics, so I'm super excited to be back.
0: I know. So uh, today we're going to be talking about... Kind of uh, organization, streamlining, and efficiency. I, I love that you're on this podcast, and I think it's very weird that I'm on this podcast. <laughs> I was like, are you sure you want me to do this one? Because I will have to say, organization is not my forte. Right. Hey, that's not where I strive. Well,
1: and it's funny, because uh, me neither. Like Literally, when you started to say that, I was like, wait, this, this doesn't even make sense for me because I'm not a well-organized person. I remember in elementary school, my mom signed me up for organization classes <laughs> because I was so unorganized. And I still am. I don't have a really high follow-through for things. So mm-hmm. like I have to adapt and create ways to create organization and efficiency otherwise like it should doesn't come natural to me right so and i have I, to
0: but what i love is that you're pretty much doing what we're going to talk about today is because when i think of you and i think organization like yeah. you have everything, like you're always so like everything that you present always is put together and uh, easy to read, easy to follow through. So I love that you're here on this podcast because most people people use it as an excuse. I'm one of those people, right? right? I say, I'm not good at organization. (laughs) And so, and I always say my clutter has organization. I know exactly where everything is. So, but you can't just use it as an excuse because we just got out of a meeting and I couldn't find something and it wasted like five minutes, right? Right. So it doesn't seem like five minutes is that, like it wouldn't make that big of an impact, but five minutes, if you're Constantly doing it every single day, the the time adds up. That that reminds me. Like this is just to prove my point about time. <laughs> is that um, the other day? This is the weirdest thing, but the other day I got a new eyeliner, okay. and. The way that it goes on, I have to smudge it because yeah. it just goes on too thick. Yeah. And um, you know, Rose was <laughs> just like, well, you should go back to your." I was like, it, it takes an extra minute. It's not that big of a deal. Right. But we did the math of what that extra minute is. And so <laughs> one minute <laughs> yeah. and I put eyeliner on, let's let's say I do it like uh, six days out of the week. Cause okay. we all have the lazy day, right? Where right. you don't put, you know, don't do makeup and nobody needs to see your face, right? Yeah. So one times I do it six, six times, Mm -hmm. right? So that's six minutes out of that week. Yeah. But then you times it by 52. That's 312 minutes divided by 60 because there's 60 minutes in an hour. Right. So I'm spending an extra five hours because of my new eyeliner. Wow. Isn't that weird? Like if you really break down the time. But I feel like we don't do that. Like, instead we're like,
1: oh, it only takes a minute. Like, it's not a big deal, but we don't really think about, like, especially in the, you know, in the offices, it's like, oh, it's just a minute, but, like, everything that they do is for every single patient. So like, it's not even just one minute a day. It's one minute with every single patient that comes in or even just every new patient. And then
0: that's every single day, multiplied by all the days of the week, multiplied by all the weeks in the year. And it's like, but it's so easy to brush it off and say it is Mm -hmm. not that big of a deal. I didn't get a new eyeliner. I'm still using (laughs) that same eyeliner. It wasn't that impactful of a number (laughs) that it made me change. You're good Um, with those five hours. (laughs) Because it's cheaper. I like the cheapness (laughs) part of it. So that's just a great example, but you really should do that, the math, Mm -hmm. because when you think of organization, everyone kind of like cringes. They don't want to do it, but at the end of the day, you have to know the why, and that Mm -hmm. will help motivate you of, you know, actually getting this done and creating these systems, because that was one minute. Imagine something that's wasting you five minutes every single day. Right. That, I mean- Back into it. Do the math, and especially if you're a team leader, do the math with your team so they can realize mm-hmm. why we have to put so much energy and effort into creating these processes and being more organized. Right. So what we're going to do uh, for this podcast, this is a big topic. We're actually mm-hmm. going to break these up into two different podcasts. Right. Uh, a little bit more digestible, mm-hmm. kind of like too beefy. <laughs> yeah, it's too beefy. Uh, that's my that's my <laughs> new word that I realize I say way too much. I was just like, why am I always talking about things? It's being beefy, I don't understand. I just recorded a video and I think we counted, I said beefy like five times. <laughs> it's was like, all right, I got to stop this. Uh, but what we're going to do is, because organization can be very overwhelming mm-hmm. for a lot of people and they, they use the excuse, I'm not good mm-hmm. at this. You have to figure out what your top priorities are for your particular office. But what we're going to do, because we're not customized and we're not in your office to mm-hmm. kind of to see it, is we're going to give you our top priorities of where you need to start. So uh, we're going to go over the inventory room. Yes. is one of your top ones. Mm-hmm. We'll cover that today. Your patient suite room. Mm-hmm. And then on the next podcast, we'll do more organizing and be more efficient for your daily routine, what you do every single day, and the actual appointment. Because right. hygienists, I hear it all the time. What's their number one complaint?
1: I don't have time.
0: Yeah. We don't have time for that. Uh, so this is is going to create time for you, right? right? All right, so let's get into it, the inventory. I, first of all, I wanna give a, a huge shout out to Michelle Spates. Oh my gosh, uh, yes. She's a hygienist over at Dr. Gucci's office, mm-hmm. and she really helped us create some of this content for how you can become more organized, because her office, I know we did on the Q&A, we kind of followed her and kind of did a the tour. Hygiene Hijack. Yeah, the Hygiene Hijack, um, and she's amazing. Uh, she loves to write, and so she she wrote a great article on this. So oh, yeah. if you're in the hygiene boot camp, we'll even share the the article with you in your podcast plus. All right, so uh, the inventory room. What she said mm-hmm. is that she had designer ergonomics come in, right. and it still took them two to three days to do this. So, right. even having professionals come in mm-hmm. to help kind of guide them and, or help them with the process, even after they came in, it still took another two to three days.
1: Right. So, you have to be patient with it, but if you know how important it is and how it sets you up for success for all of the other topics we're gonna talk about, then you really know the importance. And it's funny when you mentioned, like, when you said, oh, but it's cheaper. So I'm still going to use that eyeliner. It kind of reminded me of an office that I was in very recently where they've recently tried to start cutting back on inventory and finding ways where they can save and order things that are cheaper. But then when we started breaking it down a little bit, they had ordered micro brushes that they used to spend like $50 on a pack of whatever. And now it's like $6. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, this is great. We're going to save so much money. But the micro brushes have like three little <laughs> bristles on them. Yeah. And if you bend them to, if you don't bend them just right, then they break. So like when we started really diving into it, it was like, okay, yeah. right. You're like, okay, so how many micro brushes are you going through? Because you keep breaking them. Yeah. And then they're actually using more bond because there's only the three little bristles. So it's only getting so much. So they're having to dip multiple times and use a lot more. Yeah, so you're wasting and that's material. more expensive. Yep. <laughs> so it's like, we thought we were saving more, more money and we're like, oh, we're, we're willing
0: to do it because it's cheaper. But it's like, in the long run, it's really not. Yeah. So again, back into your math. Like right. really know the you know your materials. But when you go into this inventory room, I love Maria Kondo, right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> and I love one of the things that she says is put everything in a pile first. Mm-hmm. Like I'm about to do my closet. I'm actually gonna record it so we can... Um, watch it on the live Q and A's that we do. Oh man, I need that one. (laughs) But what she says is that it makes you realize how much stuff you Mm -hmm. actually do have and then you have to categorize it. Yeah. So that is the key to uh, organizing your inventory room is to have these categories. Mm -hmm. So if you start like with everything like in the middle, like clear out these cabinets, like mm-hmm. get all the trash out of there. Cause sometimes we see it all the time. They are like, well, we haven't really looked in this cabinet in two years. <laughs> yeah. We just shove it. It's like the junk drawer yes. in a kitchen, right? right? Nobody should really have a junk drawer because everything should have its place. Right. right? So if you just get everything out first, this is going to help you with those categories. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are some of the categories that you suggest so breaking like, these into?
1: So even starting into more broad categories, like hygiene materials and one area, Doctor materials should be together on another one. Um, Disposables, Mm -hmm. so like your gloves, your masks, your cotton products, suctions, anything that's disposable, like keep all of those things together But even having the broad sections, like obviously that's going to be in one area so you can grab everything easily, but break that down even further. Mm -hmm. So like in the hygiene section, like what is it that you use to put together to create your bags at the end of the visit? Like Have that together so you can quickly put those together. What are some of the um, additional things that you offer that patients can choose to invest in? Like have those in a certain area so they're easy to go to and you just know where things
0: are at. So you don't spend so much time just like looking around. Yeah, and to piggyback off of that, we always suggest to put this in clear boxes. Oh yeah. yeah. Because when it's in a box that you can't see through, you totally forget it's there. Yeah. You think that uh, you have enough material, you go to grab the last one it's and it's empty. So the clear boxes are key when you're uh, organizing those inventory rooms. Oh, definitely, runs. even just the
1: time that you spend like opening drawers and opening things just to try to figure out what's inside, yeah. you're gonna waste so much time just trying to figure out where things are at, mm-hmm. if it's clear, and it's all in a certain area, like you can grab it much quicker and move on to whatever you need to do, which kind of helps you set up and tear down the room and everything that you need to do all day. Yeah,
0: and the thing is, why why we put the inventory room as your top priority is where you should start with your mm-hmm. organization is because this is a shared room, right? Like all cooks are in this kitchen. Like everyone's gonna go back there. And so the more organized it is, the more you can have an efficient team knowing where everything is and keep working together to keep this organized. Like obviously, you don't want to have like just one person in charge of the organization of the inventory right. room you need everyone to be responsible mm-hmm. for keeping it the way that it is right. and it's just going to save you so much more money in the long run too because you're not going to over order or mm-hmm. under order you're not going to have expired materials you know kind of hiding back in that creepy closet you know yeah. that everyone has So clear Mm bins, make up your categories, Mm -hmm. then go even farther into your subcategories. Right.
1: And really, it's so important because it affects every other area of your efficiency. So like you said, over or under ordering, Mm -hmm. um, if you run out of something, you know, halfway through a procedure and you go to get it, you don't have any more, like that's going to affect the quality of the work that you're doing. If you're wasting time trying to find something because you didn't have it ready for you when you were setting up for the patient, like... It just affects
0: everywhere. And another thing I do suggest is when you tackle this beast, because, you know, like I said, it's a beast. Like, if you want to do it right, right, you need to, you know, make sure you have a realistic time Mm -hmm. frame set and not just think, oh, I'm going to do this in between patients. It really should be a project, and I suggest that everyone's involved in it with a team. Because what will happen is they get to see the work and time and energy that goes into this, Mm -hmm. so they appreciate it more. They're gonna help you keep this organization and not just like take it for granted, because right. if, they, if they were part of doing it, they're more likely to follow right. through and keep it in mm-hmm. it the way that it is. Right.
1: Well, then you have more perspectives, too, of where, like, maybe you feel like all of, you know, the hygiene stuff should be right by the door, because that's easiest for hygienists, and you're the one organizing, yeah. but then, you know, assistants come in, and they're like, well, why is all of our stuff in the creepy, yeah. <laughs> dusty corner? Like, this isn't fair. We, why is your stuff closer to the door? And so it's like, yeah. when we all come together, you can see everybody's perspective. We can... Yeah. Map out like, okay, what are our categories? Yeah. And then where do we want them to be? What makes the most sense for the flow of the day and and figure it out and map it out first and get a game plan yeah. and then get in there and, and even
0: have the doctors involved in this. Yeah. yeah. Because like you just lose the gratification for mm-hmm. it when you come in and you're like, oh cool, this looks better. Like, right. Yeah. All right, and then let's go back to my daily routine. And then you're also not being very efficient because now they don't know where certain things exactly. are. So if they're part of the organization process, mm-hmm. then they're more likely to keep it in place. And now you don't have to train them because they were part of creating it.
1: Right. And it kind of makes me think of, like you said, like your disorganization is organized. And I feel like I'm the same way with certain things where it's like, my dad would always come in my room and like put everything in a box because he was like, this is dirty. Like, let's get all this stuff. And I'm like, no, but I knew where everything was and now I don't. And so if you're not there for it and then you come in and it's like, yeah, it looks really nice, but you're still searching and trying to figure out, you don't know maybe the categories or that, how it's organized. So you don't know where to look and you're just
0: figuring it out. So you're Items is to block your calendar for this. Yes, you put have to. a time and date so you can start with the inventory room. Mm-hmm. And the, like we said at the beginning, it, organization can seem so overwhelming, but just take it yeah. bite by bite, bite. Yeah, right. So you could stop this podcast now, just go <laughs> put it on your calendar when you're gonna do the inventory mm-hmm. room. But when you come back and push play, patient suite is your next top priority. So we call it the patient suite. Some people call it the operatory, but we don't like that name because an operatory is still just... It sounds like a place I don't want to be, like I'm about to have surgery or, yeah. (laughs) So uh, Patient Suite, uh, you can call it, you know, come up with your own creative name if you want to, but it just makes it, that's a place that I want to Mm -hmm. be, is in the Patient Suite. Oh
1: yeah, I always want a suite. When I check into a hotel and they say I get upgraded to the King Suite, I'm like, oh, you gave me a new fancy room, and like, it's probably the same, but it's called a suite, so it's better. Yeah,
0: it literally (laughs) just has an extra window in there. It's just better, yes. It's a view of the parking lot, but you get a view. It's better. (laughs) Welcome to our patient suite. Yes. Uh, So, the the reason this is kind of second priority, we want to get your your hub is basically that inventory Mm -hmm. room. That's where the magic happens, right? Mm -hmm. And then your patient suite is where you're going to have the most impact because this is where you spend the time with mm-hmm. your patients so mm-hmm. it's going to not only impact the business but also the patients you know time when they're right. there as well so some keys to your patient suite is have every single one the same mm-hmm. we get so much push back. Hygienist, I know like we can just say this because you know I'm a hygienist but <laughs> we get set in our ways and we want that thing right yeah. there and don't you dare move that thing because I know where it is. You've got
1: your room and you've got your specifics and you've got the things that you like and um, I worked with an assistant. He used to play a cruel cool joke on me and we had multicolored colored suctions and I would always grab the pink and purple because I thought they were prettier yeah. and she would find time to go in my room and take all my pinks and purples and give me all the other colors <laughs> just to mess with it. But at least everything was still The same area but i go into offices all the time especially if you have multiple locations like it may not be exactly the same but like make it as much the same at least in the drawers and where you've got certain things like Make it as much the same as it possibly can be so that no matter what room you work out of, no matter which office you're out, if you have to fill in for somebody, like your excuse
0: can never be, well, I don't normally work out of this or I don't normally work here. Yeah. And it's really easy to cross train Mm -hmm. when everything is set up the, you know, the same way. It's easy when you have a temp that comes in, like anyone can say, this is where this is and it's there in every single room. I Mm -hmm. temped for three years and I tell you, I've seen the most unorganized offices I've ever got walked into so uh so set them up the same Mm -hmm. but again include the entire team don't go into a hygienist room and yeah do it overnight (laughs) no like you will see fire
1: (laughs) if you mess with a hygienist (laughs) room without
0: them knowing (laughs) bad idea yeah so get everyone involved in coming Mm -hmm. up with a solution of how you know each room should be set up and really it should be set up for any procedure to be you know, that could happen in there.
1: Right, and, you know, set it up kind of similarly like they did the inventory room. So, like, have disposables together, goodie bag products together, you know, certain things that go together. Have them right there so that you can grab all of them at once, but you also know where to look and you're not reaching over here, and then you reach over there. You know, think about the ergonomics of it, of, like, what do you need when? Is there anything that you have to grab, you know, at some point during the visit? If you need more of something, like, are you going to have to get up and go and find it somewhere? Does it make more sense to have it right
0: beside you? Yeah. Um, You know, just pre-planning that and making sure that it just makes sense yeah and make it dynamic change it when you need to mm-hmm. like let's say you came up with this great plan you've all agreed on it then you work with that plan for like a week and you notice it like go to Fix the tape back <laughs> to the drawing table and just change it right yeah. but it has to be every every room gets changed Right, not just because one hygienist likes it that way yes. so and then I uh, keep everything in clear boxes. Absolutely. Um, the, everyone tries to think, oh, the patient's suite doesn't need to be in clear boxes. Yeah. Nope. You still want them in clear boxes. One one thing that it does help is uh, just gives your patient like transparency, right. you know, they, they get to see everything. To me, when I walk into an organized room, it feels clean. Mm-hmm. Like when I walk into a clutter, it automatically just feels dirty for some dirty reason. Dirty It
1: like, makes me feel stressed yeah <laughs> it's like oh this is kind of like gross plus it's it's just wasting your time too yeah. like if especially if it's not all set up the same way in every suite you know you are you're opening up drawers and you're opening up bins and you're trying to figure out what's in this and what's in that and it's yeah. so easy to leave like not necessarily like use trash but like trash. Like I know on like the blue bite paper, it always has that piece in between it. Mm -hmm. And like there would be tons of those in the drawer where it's like you would pull off the blue bite paper, but you would leave the the trash piece. Yeah. Right. And then it's like, it's just full of and it in your are and It's like, why is that there? But you're just in a hurry and you're doing certain things. And it's like, once you have it in those clear bins, like you, see. you hold yourself accountable. Like you're not right. going to let things get messy and let them get disorganized because your patients are going to be able to see it. So yeah. not only is it nice for the patients, but it, it keeps you on track and it prevents you from falling into bad habits again, mm-hmm. because
0: like Everyone's going to see it if you do. Yeah, and do the Ritz Carlton test. Like, sit in the chair Mm -hmm. as a patient and kind of look around and see Mm -hmm. what they're seeing. You know, we call it the Ritz Carlton test because, you know, the managers of Ritz Carlton will go and sit in the public bathrooms and will sit like they they do it as a client would see it. Right. So make sure you do that test with it. So inventory room, Mm -hmm. patient suite. Mm -hmm. Those are your two big battles. Like I said, if you like go and put it on your calendar right now, mm-hmm. make sure you put a realistic timeline on it, how long it's going to take. Uh, don't set yourself up for failure right. when you just are going to do it in between patients. Like right. that's just not going to work.
1: And it sounds small, and it sounds like okay, so we'll have it organized. But like, how is that going to actually save me time? But you'll be really surprised of how it sets you up for success for flipping over the rooms, for just setting things up, putting your goodie bags together. You know, takes. 15 seconds instead of like five minutes because you're tracking everything down and then it sets you up for success for the next two
0: topics we'll talk about. Yep. So join us for part two of our organization where we're going to cover how you can be more efficient and organized in your daily routine and the actual appointment. I know Mm -hmm. every hygienist will probably want to listen to that because that's where they say they do not have enough time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And make sure uh, if you love us, this is season three of, I cannot believe we're on season three of our podcast. Uh, Go to Hygiene Profit Leaders, wherever you listen to your podcast, subscribe to us like us we have been really bad at asking people to do that and you know it's just like you have to ask your patients to like if you want your patients to go and review you you have to ask right Right. so go to hygiene profit leaders make sure you push that little like button make sure you push that subscribe button and if you have something sweet to say about us then (laughs) uh leave it in the the review area and make sure you join us for our Q and A's. Uh, these are live stream videos. You get we do polls and chats. It's a lot of fun. Great content on it. Uh, if you want the days and the times mm-hmm. for these and to register, you go to hygienelivestream.com. Yeah, put it on your calendar. And then if you are interested in our hygiene bootcamp, go to hygienebootcamp.com. Uh, that's where we, we say, if you're in the bootcamp, you get the podcast plus, we give you extra materials. Mm-hmm. Like for this podcast, uh, for the part two, we're actually going to give you some tracking sheets of what Michelle uses to streamline her appointment. So mm-hmm. if you're in the, the bootcamp, you get that as well. So looking forward to part two. Yes, definitely. All right. Thanks.